0: Welcome to Bookpile Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss Lopezonia, which is an Arge- our pick for Argentine. Argentine? Which one is it, guys? Argentina? Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> Thank you.
1: God, I That was painfully funny.
2: I, I could see I'm the just first like half is there of a different way of saying it that I'm not aware of, <laughs> so I was just <laughs> letting you go. <laughs> I couldn't,
0: I couldn't visualize the end of the word, so my brain could only get so far. And then I was like, does it start end with an e? Does it end with an a? Does it end with like an ia? Is it an ea? Is it yeah? I I couldn't visualize it, and we know how well it goes when I can't visualize mm. how things look. Um. But yeah, so this. Was the pick for Argentina. I did that right, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) It was published by Romina Garber in 2020 through Wednesday Books, which is an imprint of Macmillan. Romina is an Argentinian immigrant who grew up in Miami, Florida. I spelled that Florida.
2: Wow. At least she She has pronounced it correctly. Yes. And then like fluoride. (laughs)
0: she has been writing since her teenage years and was first published in the miami herald and is a graduate of harvard she credits harry potter as the series that helped her feel accepted for being different than most people she knew growing up as an immigrant in the united states the plot is manu manu has spent all of her life hidden away as an undocumented immigrant But, when Ice grabs her mother in a rage, she is forced to go on the run and discover that things that make her different than most humans also makes her different from her father's world that she knew nothing about. She has the opportunity to make new friends and decide what battles she is willing to fight when it comes to her right to exist and live in the world. Okay. I did it. Not well. But I did it. (laughs) So starting with plots Kim what did you think of the plot
1: I did it was it was um, it was fine I read through it without any difficulties um, I, I never got frustrated or angry with it so um,
0: I swear it, to it, god it, if you two did not like this book
2: you saw my goodreads review you already I know. know but if both
0: of you didn't like it this is gonna be a long recording
1: i did not say i didn't like it i believe i gave it a four star you did um, i did so it's not that i didn't like it um sorry my keyboard is i mean to be
2: fair i think you gave wild blood also a four star
1: uh-huh <laughs> Um, to me if it's a perfectly readable book it's a four star to me three stars are rude but um, so
2: (laughs) I'm an asshole then with my ratings
0: (laughs) I mean you said it not us
1: (laughs) but I mean it was it was it was perfectly fine Um, I didn't really care for the strong ties to Harry Potter um yeah i i i don't know how well this is going to go we have to discuss harry potter throughout this because of the the ties to it um and and i understand that for younger generations um harry potter is a, a cultural phenomenon yeah a pinnacle book in their lives and that's and that's wonderful um yeah We'll, we'll leave it at that because we have never actually discussed my feelings on Harry Potter in an overt manner. So we'll just leave it at that.
0: So I'm, I'm going to say this now for anyone who's listening and is like, Oh fuck, they're going to discuss Harry Potter. I don't want to listen to someone discuss Harry Potter. Let's be clear. I and Sarah were of the generation who like Harry Potter was our formative teen years. Do I recognize the significance for Harry Potter for non-readers? And even reading as a whole as a way to reinvigorate it. Yes. Do I agree with she who shall not be named and her attitudes now? No. Can I look back at Harry Potter and recognize that her world views actually corrupts the story on some level? Yes. Do I think this book does what I think she thought Harry Potter was? Yes. That that's my she being the it. author of this book. No 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 no. I think she who shall not be named thought she was making this like massive cultural statement, worldview opinion, and I think it get lost in her bias, in terms of like orientation. You know, the Nazism in that book, the anti-Semitism in that book at times, like her views taint that story down this author does not hesitate to address sexuality address identity address the struggle of functioning in a binary world when not everyone falls perfectly into that binary and what it means to then be suppressed by others so i think this author does what She who shall not be named thought she was doing and failed to because it would require her to actually be like well ahead of her own views. And as she gets older, it becomes more and more clear that she has significant bias against anyone that is other. So that's my opinion. I don't know if these two, I, I think you two agree with me on that. Maybe not with what this story does, but the issues with harry potter do you agree sarah Jesus. or you never um, thought about it and agree? don't do care you <laughs> do you agree do you agree
1: how about what is your opinion sarah since you don't have to agree or disagree
0: yeah you
2: <laughs> i mean yeah like growing up i really enjoyed reading the books so they were a formative experience for me and like i remember going with all my college roommates, because there were like eight of us at the time, to see the final Harry Potter movie at midnight. Like that was a whole thing. It was a good memory. But like the stories now, I don't I I don't really want to have anything to do with them because like she's just she's just ruined it, man. Yeah. Um and and I especially don't want to do anything that, you know, promotes gives it. her money. Um, so it's like anything now that's Harry Potter, it's like, well, not going to engage with it, you know, certainly not going to buy anything like that or anything like that. Um, cause yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't like her or her views. Um, no, I so, will say- yeah
0: like we get people who actually message us and want us to like just completely eviscerate those books in terms of what could have been i would ha- happily do that i would love to deep dive and be like she should have done this with this book or she should have done that or she missed this opportunity like happy to do that
1: we, we've um, actually had those conversations on many occasions so from my perspective i also read these books i read them extensively i read them out loud word for word to martin martin heard the first book when he was three i read them all the way through until the very last book and he was old enough then that he was able to encapsulate what it all was and he refused to read this, the last book refused
0: i almost didn't finish the last book
1: yeah he he he's he knows the ending because you you can't not know the ending if you're anywhere near book world um but he has he's refused to read it just flat out so i've read the last book (laughs) um but i didn't read it to him like i read all of the other books to him out loud word for word and like page by page
0: Oh, and I'll say, and, and then we'll get back to the book we're actually discussing. Um, but with this had to, this is the elephant in the room that had to be addressed. Um, I will say we have people who continue to come into the library and read them and pick them for their kids. And like, there is, in terms of the way it is structured in writing, there is value for helping kids progress the reading level through Harry Potter, um, and a lot of the times, these parents do, as the kids get older, address what is wrong with the books. Um, but there are still kids who just love. I know, I know, kids who reread them like six or seven, eight times, um, and that's that's okay. I can understand why it has that value, particularly for our generation. They, they're getting their kids to return to the book that they loved, um, but there is flaws with it. In fact, I, I tell people, if you want something that's better, I recommend the series we're about to discuss. Whether you guys agree with me or not, I think it is what Harry Potter wishes it could be. in told of, of, of addressing social struggles. So, the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Get us back around. Um, you said it was okay, Kim. Yeah, I mean, it was...
1: it, was... Okay. Because I don't, I I don't break this shit down by your little
0: chart thingy or
1: other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's well written, very well written. The writer's a very good writer. Um, it, it Sarah does end. not
0: agree by the look on her face.
2: <laughs> we we did read the same book, right? The,
0: yeah. The werewolf yeah.
2: girl. Okay.
0: The werewolf.
1: <laughs> Why did you not think it was good writing? I'm not talking about. Well, no, that's mechanics. We'll get to that. I know, but yeah. So the plot, it was fine. It was all right. It was fine. It was all right. It was not inventive. It was pretty standard.
0: There we go. Okay. Sarah?
2: (laughs) I mean, uh, Kim said pretty standard. I would say pretty basic um, along the same lines. It's pretty much what we've seen in every YA novel or fantasy novel I suppose um especially any that try to incorporate well I shouldn't say that because I have read ones that incorporate like magical schools better than this one did um so for me this book actually kind of the plot was like it felt like two different books it started one way and then Uh, Which, the first part of it was good, where she's, you know, in Florida, she's living in her apartment, well, not even her apartment, but kind of stuck in the apartment, living in fear, because, you know, she's not legally allowed to be there. Um, So that was interesting. That whole look, that whole circumstance, like, that was different. That was fresh. Promising, even and then she gets on the back of this guy's truck is driven into the everglades that to a magical realm that doesn't actually feel anything like the everglades once she's there and then it's just like it just falls apart after that it's just like then she goes through the motions of going to class and like meets a, a bitchy girl and a girl who's her friend and then also some random dudes and then it's just it's just so generic and the world is poorly, the fantasy world is just poorly contrived. And I just, I was very unimpressed by the end of the book. I was like, that is perhaps the most boring way you could have taken where you started from, but sure.
0: Sure. I massively disagree with you.
2: I think this is the first
0: time that I, like, I've massively disagreed. You know, I mean, we've disagreed, but, like, I massively disagree with you. Do I think it plays around with a pretty established scenario at this point? Yes. Obviously, we have a magical school. However, we're not starting with her being, like, 12 and magically being able to, like, handle all of these absurd situations that no 12-year-old should be able to handle. And get away with.
2: She is 16 at the start of this. Okay, but she also never leaves her apartment, and yet she's just so super fucking athletic and oh, she's so good at football, sock acceptable.
0: Just and let me that's she's a werewolf. Yeah. But the others but- are also
2: werewolves, but she's better than them. It's like, of course, girl. Of course you are.
0: <laughs> I I will address that. You're gonna let me address the other stuff and then I'll get back to that. Okay, um, okay, go ahead. So I like the fact that. She's coming to the school, she's being treated as a transfer, she is older, and so her ability to handle these situations is a little bit more believable than, say, if this was a 12 or 13-year-old, and we're not stuck going through multiple years of school where it has to progress. We get a chunk, a month, she's there a month, she does, like, what, five or six classes that we witness, she struggles to make it work, and then she's on the run. Let's be clear. That book that we were just talking about—it took what six fucking years before they were on the run. Six fucking years. So like this. I mean, that's very probably much... why
2: their world doesn't feel very immersive because they like she wrote it for like five days that the characters there, so it's all very shallow.
0: Well, yeah, because I she has
2: no impact.
1: That much. And and what is in in? There's no depth in the god damn it, Amber. I'm sorry. There's no depth in the in the why? magic i'm sorry because i'm gonna fall oh. into sarah's view on this and i'm sorry because i didn't <laughs> dislike this book but um in comparison to that which shall not be named but is going to be throughout this entire thing um the when we went hey, to a cat. class when we went to a class in harry potter there was an understanding of what the class was and what it was for. Instead, we wander off into the woods and we stare at flowers. and And they're supposed to pick flowers. Why? Why are we picking flowers? What is the result? What? What? We're told why? What?
0: In Lunas, it's the stuff they need. They have to pick those flowers particularly, and why so they're can't being trained. Be able just to do go that? out and pick a fucking flower. Why does it have to
1: be magic? Because there done? are six demons. Oh God. They, oh, and other God. creatures that the they have to be protected from. So lame that I yeah, I just uh, yeah. The demons are It's Argentinian folklore. Well, I don't know Argentinian folklore, so if you're gonna do that, give me more.
0: Sorry. But then you guys would have I been complaining that how does this person who's been stuck in their house all the time know all this information? Her mother very so well bit of have- yeah, she also No, soccer, she right. doesn't know how to play soccer.
2: She knows how to block a ball.
0: <laughs> yes! Which is an... It, that clearly is an, it, a, a statement on the fact that exclusive breeding within your own species or race does not necessarily mean one is better. In fact, it's imparting the knowledge that when you cross-breed, cross... I don't know. That you end Herbodies? up stronger. That you you are more likely to have be smarter, have better skills, be more athletic. Like, like, there's value in that. That's clearly what that author is trying to say, is that there is something of value in not separating yourself from others. And that's going to be the end-all story of all of this, is we're going to find out that humans and Septimus interacting is going to create a better species. Well, clearly. A stronger species, which is a complete and utter counter to the goddamn issue with being muggle-born or having muggle blood.
2: Right, but I'm not reading this book while comparing it to Harry Potter. I'm just reading this book and, you know, what do I get out of it? Nothing really.
0: It's a counter to people who don't believe that interracial marriage should be allowed.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you, but, um, this deep cultural aspect that you're talking about is that really plot. So if we're talking about plot, we're talking about the story, not about what the author was trying to convey socially, but the plot itself. What Sarah and I said was that it's basic and superficial. Her ability, and I don't think I was you talking... can argue that much. I, Obviously no, you can, just a because second. you are. Just a <laughs> oh, oh, she's running away. Something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a very cluttered corner.
2: Reach for your patience. Dig deep.
0: i think in terms of this plot that, that it loud. is <laughs> what
2: that was very loud at first now yeah, it's gotten yeah, you're fine, you're more fine, reasonable you're fine.
1: don't don't step yeah. away It just it's right at the beginning i
0: in terms of the plot is it a standard young adult plot ish yes do we see you know was clear cool. things do we do we have a magical school yes that's that's a pretty standard magical well, bot, well it's more or... like a
2: collection of buildings like three
0: you're gonna um, let me talk or... then you can make your sassy ass <laughs> comments so you're gonna let me talk start writing them down so
1: you can just go through the list
0: <laughs> is it a magical school building tree whatever the fuck yes Is that pretty standard for a young adult magic school? Yes. Do we have a love interest? Yes. Are we going through multiple years of school? No, that is not standard. Is, I don't don't know. Yes, it is a standard young adult plot, but no, I don't think it takes those standard elements and uses them the exact same way if any other young adult fantasy school that I have seen. She's not some gorgeous faithful folk. She's not, you know, the most gorgeous thing ever. She's a werewolf. I will how many argue times do you that. see female werewolves?
1: I will argue
2: Apparently will in this book.
1: She views herself as unattractive, but they talk about how beautiful she is. I'm sorry. No, they I, do. I disagree with that. But I disagree I mean, with that okay, statement.
0: What I meant is like, she's not a species that typically we ascribe, describe as beautiful. She's a werewolf. Is she a beautiful werewolf? Yes. But most talked in in books, the love interest becomes, or the main character becomes a vampire. She becomes a witch. She becomes someone of the fae species. Like, a werewolf is not the standard go-to for a beautiful young woman.
2: Just isn't. I've read some urban fantasy with a lady werewolf, and she's usually pretty when she's... But
0: that's an urban fantasy, not a magical school fantasy. Okay, This is fair.
2: hardly a magical school fantasy if you're there for five days, a month, and then you have to leave.
0: But you're saying that it's just another magical school one, but it's standard plot. Well, that's you're the thing. It like, tries to
2: be a magical school, but then it tries to take the magical school out after- in- like, That's why it doesn't really work very well. It's because it's not committing to the magical school. It just- it kind of flip-flops well, between different soul. tropes.
1: A stepping stone to not being a magical school book so let's not talk about it being a great magical school book
2: it's like why do we spend so much time there book wise because again a month um
0: because if it she just I don't know, into it... Lunas or another world you'd be like how is she able to survive this when she's never ever had to deal with this magical world ever because she's been alone in a house
2: well she went there in her dreams apparently <laughs> Which that concept wasn't really explained. Like, was she physically there while sleeping? Or did she just oh, see like
0: it? Astral projection. They explained that. They of said course. that the kids are able to, like, see it when they're under, but they can't go there.
1: Under the When they're under the age of 13. Yeah. And then her mother kept her drugged.
0: And so they have a connection to Lunas, which is, is the moon goddess, the, the the other dimension. And so she was feeling that connection in her dreams, because clearly Lunas accepts her, given the fact that at the end, she helps her and talks to her. So she was being given an opportunity to be able to survive. Then she went to the magical school to actually know the un- what the social structure Of this world is so, then now she's going to be exploring it and having to thrive in it. If we had jumped from in the house to straight to the magical world, you would have complained that there was no development for that. But because we have that stepping stone, a lot of development. I know I disagree, I wholeheartedly
1: disagree i would say that the magical school was only there in order to give her her little cohort of friends to when we go into and 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 that's fine um i wish it wasn't dedicated to entire book um which i have no concept of how long this was obviously i I
2: 400 pages roughly i believe
1: okay so pretty standard um
0: I will say the school portion of it is from about 20% to 70%. We spend 20% developing who she is in her original world. We spend about 50% learning about the school, the magic, her developing her friendships. And then we spend about the last 20 to 25%, because I was listening to it and I saw the percentages, where she's now actually in Luna's and finally escalating to her against the magical world. Right. What I'm saying
1: is I would have preferred had we um, ended up in Argentina sooner and exploring this magical world and as it exists within the culture of Argentina rather okay. than this rather superficial school that um, the, the the really only cultural references that I can really remember is different people talking with different dialects depending on where they are within the um, Latin community. Um, so,
0: yeah. Well, there was also the discussion of gender conformity. There was also the discussion of um, like cultural
2: drinks. Well, I mean, like, yes, in the sense of, like, girls have to be brujas and men have to be lobisom. But, like, there, w- there was still... This book, I don't know. I it, it kind okay. of annoyed me. So... To...
1: <laughs> no, it kind of annoyed you in the sense that what, yeah, what yeah. know. sorry, I wasn't that? trying to cut you
2: off. <laughs> that it ahead. was talking about how like how bad the binary was, but it was never actually attempting to like blur the binary at all. Like, okay, sexuality isn't explored because you've got um, Catalina and Sesa. I, I keep creating her name. Yeah, like yeah, they're together, right? But no one. At least I do not remember anyone, like, deviating from gender norms or anything like that. It's just the whole message is not, like, that there should not be a binary, but that, like, girls can do whatever the boys can do. Or, you know, boys aren't inherently better at it. it just, it didn't break the actual binary that it was claiming is, is so bad. Limiting. yeah, Limiting, but yeah.
0: If you were to take that and look at the development of the queer community as it stands now, you can't break, you can't develop non-binary until you learn how to break the binary. So we're at the beginning stages of breaking the binary, recognizing that there isn't something that is inherently girl and inherently male, and that when you're using language that only allows for one or the other, then you're restricting yourself. You have to first find the break in that before you can then be like, okay, so what is our solution here? Who can be non-binary? What does it mean to be non-binary? What does it mean to not conform to your gender? Where are the restrictions? I mean, think about it. When we were kids, it was, if you're a girl and you're kind of boyish, you're a tomboy. We didn't know anything about being non-binary or gender fluid. Those are terms that have really only become part of the lexicon as a whole in the last 10 to 15 years. So how can we expect a book that is first looking at the constraints of boy versus girl to already develop that lexicon when first you have to break what is there before you can develop the lexicon?
2: I mean, maybe so, and maybe the author will develop that later on, but so far I don't. I just don't get that sense that she's really going in that direction. So I just felt like it was a wasted opportunity thus far. Granted, this is the first book, so who knows? We might see more. Um,
0: okay, so we'll keep talking. However, I do want us to get a rating on plot so we can start talking about other things because we've spent about 30 minutes talking about just the plot portion. And I we think nine other to be sections. one
2: of our larger chunks, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Sarah, what would you give the rating for plot?
2: Oh, shit, I should have, like, chosen this sometime within 30 minutes so we can sing it. Um... Three.
0: Okay. Kim?
1: So this is going to go completely opposite of what I was arguing. I'm going to go six.
0: Okay. I give it a nine. Okay. So then who do you guys view as the main characters?
2: Um, Manuela? Okay. Whatever um i i
0: think and i apologize if i'm saying that wrong um and at least catalina catalina
2: yeah
0: i'm not sure about maybe i don't know you know we'll say those four are the core main characters and everybody else's secondary characters just so that we because everybody else is a bit more passing than the rest of them they're kind of who it's following and who it's developing around. So, what do you guys think of those guys?
2: Who speaks first?
0: You
1: do. You do. You spoke. <laughs> okay. um, it's a
2: game. <laughs> it. Sit
1: here and stare at each other for hours on end.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was not into yeah. any of the characters really. Um, like Manu, I really don't know how to pronounce her name when it's a. Yes, that's, yeah.
1: that's Manu. according to the audio. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like in the very beginning, like the interesting part, like she annoyed me even then because she was making the weirdest decisions. It just, it was very clear that it was to drive the plot, but it just, it, I was like, girl, what, how do you, how do you think that sneaking back into a building full of ICE agents is, (laughs) why? That just seems really stupid, but, um, yeah, so there was that, and then just as the story progressed, I, I don't know, she was okay, but I was really uncomfortable with her lusting after tiago when she was really sure that he was committed to catalina i was like girl why why are you doing that he's taken presumably you know allegedly um so that was kind of an uncomfortable section and then yeah i was just like why are you so good at football for being a shut-in um so that was my thoughts on manu and then the other characters honestly Saisa seemed pretty cool, actually. All things Saisa? Saisa? Saisa?
0: I think. Yeah. I can't I'm not I can't visualize what it looks like because I listened to it this time. S A Y S A Yeah, so I think it's Saisa. Saisa,
2: yeah. Yeah, I was like, I have no idea how that's gonna be pronounced in the audiobook. Um but yeah, she she seemed fine. Uh Catalina I just felt like she was the stereotypical, like character, the mean girl to the main female protagonist, until obviously we get further into it and then she does develop a little bit more and becomes more likable, but it was definitely rolling my eyes for a lot of the first interactions. Uh, Tiago was a dude. <laughs> I don't remember a lot that had to do with him. He was just like, you know, just stereotypical good guy, love interest I guess, and um, so I didn't really have strong thoughts on the characters. Probably trending more towards negative than positive as a whole, but yeah, that's that's Shocking. that. I <laughs> know, yeah, right? What about you, so, Kim?
1: So me. Menu um so I can I I'm I'm going to get defensive of the characters now because apparently my brain is everywhere today. Um <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily that she was good at soccer. I think that she has protective instincts, um, which can be tied to being a werewolf, um, because their job is to patrol and to protect, and blah 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 blah. So I'll I'll defend her in that sense. I don't think it's but so she's much still better than
2: other werewolves at soccer. Is the thing she's better she at being a goalie actually
1: played soccer right right
2: but like she's better so than she, the goalie she, that they've had that's been like playing for yeah, however many a, again, years again
1: it's protective instincts and i could talk to you about yeah, and they, the and they psychology explain that, that they she... go into with athletes and blah, blah 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 and you put them in in certain positions based on their psychological breakdown um because certain instincts will make them better at certain positions so we'll not get into that um even though i just did
0: Um, Plus, they explain that the reason why he's not as good is because he's too in his head. They say he could be as good as her, but he thinks too much. And her thing is that she just reacts. So, anyway,
1: that was my defense of her.
0: Um, I think she made stupid
1: decisions. Who climbs in the back of a truck and rides for hours without any concept? I mean, she should have some innate fear of the outside world if she has been as isolated don't give me that look Amberly ray um sorry
0: (laughs) 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 thank you for just like i know i think i've done it before i
1: think i've done it before so just let it go anyway (laughs) it's done it's done so that, that was a monumentally stupid decision monumentally that is you end up dead decision
0: um but that's
1: fine it didn't end that way
0: um, no, no no okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i have to point out that there are people regularly undocumented immigrants who do make that choice that no, they get into no. a vehicle they not knowing for choice, sure
1: choice they make the choice to leave their country due to dire circumstances
0: she was not in dire circumstances she was in she a couldn't country- go home and she had to go hide somewhere else again
2: so she hides yeah. in so the back, back of the, in the truck at guy it
0: the for
1: hours. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I disagree with that decision. That's okay, fine. Fine. It, 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 fine. It it moved the plot because she had to find the school somehow. Um Sansa Saysa. Um I liked her. Uh I think she was probably one of the best characters in the book she was the one that was actually going through the process of defying um social norms um uh Catalina, she kind of cracked me up because for all that she talked big and bad she she wasn't big and bad um she just talked a good game um tiago the, the thing that i liked about him is that he sacrificed everything to protect his two friends. And I thought that was that was commendable. I thought that was a good character trait. Um, I didn't see he had any flaws, which is, you know, whatever. Maybe those will come up later. I don't know. Characters should have flaws. And I, he seemed almost too perfect in the very stereotypical male lead type of role. Um, but I did like the fact that he was willing to hide what they needed hid so there's my take on the four main characters go amber
0: hey i'm gonna start with tiago i do think he's the weakest link of the four um however i did appreciate the fact that he is supposed to innately be an alpha but can't make decisions for himself and struggle to just be able to make decisions for himself does he know how to protect others yes is he willing to like I'm sorry, ma'am. Am I in your way?
1: Usually. That was a cat. Leiden was way. just about to People climb over my this. shoulder.
0: <laughs> um. Is he willing to protect others? Yes. Does he actually know what he wants? No. Up until then. And then it's like, okay, fine. Yes. She's the magical thing that he wants and he'll do everything for because he loves her. It's standard male love interest. That's fine. Whatever. Not my favorite part, but it is what it is. Catalina, I love that there's this build-up, like, to hate her, right? She's so, like, anti-against going against the establishment. And, like, just angry at Manu. And then once Manu finds out, like, the reason why... I was like, okay, no, this is valid. You you know, some people choose to hide what makes them different by using a cover, using a beard. You know, like, like they protect themselves. They don't think they can break the establishment, so they protect themselves. And, like, that's totally valid, and it made her understandable. And once she realized that wasn't going to work, she then made the right decision to try and and go to go on the run. Honestly, when I read it the first time, I didn't think she was going to actively choose to go on the run. So I was quite proud of her to make that choice. And I'm gonna be and I and oh, I mean, I've read the next book, but I am always fascinated by her trying to struggle with her innate desire to be safe. And yet she looks at Seiza and loves her so much that she can't help but recognize that what she wants to do to be safe means that she's asking Seiza not to be Seiza. And she can't quite reconcile safety with denying what she loves about someone. And it's that continuous struggle for her. I also really love the moment where she tries to relate to Manu by saying, oh, you know, I too was raised by just my mom and isolated. And Cease goes, what the fuck? No, that's not, (laughs) this is not the same. And Catalina goes, nope, okay, now that I've said that out loud, I recognize that there is not a sameness there. Can I maybe commiserate? Yes. Is my struggle the same? No. So like when she's called out, she thinks. And I love that about her. She she'll she recognize flaws when she's when it's called out. Um, but she does start out as a standard meeting girl. I adore Seiza. Like that that's just full stop. I adore Seiza. I need no other explanation. And Manu, I find her fascinating. And that's mostly because I cannot relate to the situation that she was born into. And I can't properly judge her choices. Because I, honest to God, don't know what I would do in those moments.
1: You just threw us under the goddamn bus. I did. Thanks. I did. Goddamn. Yeah. But...
0: but <laughs> I legitimately the can't say. Would I this get into the
1: conversation is to judge the character's actions? But you just said I... we can't because we are not of uh, a illegal immigrant status. It's like, well, okay, I may not be of illegal immigrant status. Um, however, I can sympathize with their situation and recognize. That some situations are more dangerous than others, and as such, getting in the back of a truck and riding and never getting out of that truck when you're so far outside of where you were born that you don't even know how to get back um, is an inherently dangerous choice. Anyway, sorry, I, I felt I thrown say, under the bus on that one because I'm judging I an mean, yes, no. illegal immigrant when I have no rights to judge an Ill- illegal
0: immigrant. No, I, I just I don't feel like I have. I find her fascinating because I I can't say yes or no to that situation. I legitimately can't imagine being in that situation and then trying to assess how would I actually respond. It's just it, it's just the fact. So I find it fascinating, particularly I know you that... well
1: enough, Amber. You would not get in that truck. You would not. Absolutely, under any circumstances, you would not get in that truck.
0: But I would not... I would not be me if I was... if I was grown... if I was raised in that situation. So I don't know what Amberly raised in that situation would do. I legitimately (laughs) don't. Okay. So I find her fascinating. I find it fascinating that... She is dealing with this idea that she identifies as female, but what she is, is considered masculine. The idea that the the words for her have not been there before. It's maybe a concept, but it's never actually been applied to a person. And she has to decide... Whether or not she wants to be the face of that, or if she just wants to survive. And I love, I love the fact that when they went to that match, she didn't play. Because if this was any other fantasy book, she would have played and there would have been this big moment and she would have won and then, like, she would have been attacked. But instead, it was, I'm not ready to be a symbol. And I loved that. Yep, just... that was a good point in the book. So, yeah. That's my feelings on the characters. I found, found them interesting. They each had elements to them that I was fascinated by as main characters. And I think we've lost Sarah. Sarah is just staring at her phone, I think. I'm not. What are you looking at? Are you reading another Bullshit. book?
2: Bullshit. I'm not reading another book at the moment, now.
1: Both hands in the air. Both hands in the oh, where is it? Set down her
2: phone. (laughs) I was like, this is preventing. (laughs) I can just sit down.
1: You were supposed to do it instantly, not like, oh, oh.
0: (laughs) There's one hand, and now here's the other. (laughs) It's like, even if
2: I'm holding the phone, I could just be like,
0: oh no, it fell on my lap.
2: Six inches. It's gonna break.
0: Okay. Kim, what do you write characters? Main characters? Seven. 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 Okay. Sarah.
1: Um,
2: I'm sorry, I'm I'm evaluating the chart again. Should have done this a lot sooner, but didn't. Um, Because you're too busy reading on your phone. Shh. I think it's four.
0: Four, okay. I give it a nine.
1: I wonder if this secondary is be, characters highest rated, rated book so far.
0: I don't know. I do really, really, really love the Sunbearer Trials, and I did give the Marrow Thieves a ninety three point five.
1: All right. Anyway, the secondary characters, Christ, are we gonna list them all? Do we have to cover them all, or can we just like, no? okay good take them as
0: a i'll get started i love that moment and i think who is it pablo or javier It was javier i think it was pablo and javier but javier was who manu had a conversation with and it was clearly like he has been showboating and flirting with all the girls because he is clearly gay and has feelings for pablo if i'm remembering their names correctly i loved that moment and the hurt when she then didn't play and he realized that, like, she wasn't going to, like, become this outed symbol and it made him feel like he clearly couldn't just be himself and yet still showed the fuck up at the end to help them escape. Loved it. Ate that up. Did not expect to fall in love with that character, but I did. I also really love Nico the nerdy one. I liked him. I liked him. I thought he was a great way to give us the laws without like overwhelming, like without giving us like a Hermione. What? But like he wasn't as perfect as Hermione.
2: He was just bookish. So. He
0: wasn't not perfect.
2: I thought Diego was the bookish one.
0: Oh, was it Diego? The names are a little bit muddled in my head. The bookish <laughs> one, the one who knew the laws. I liked him.
1: Yeah, I think that was Diego.
0: Okay. So And then just the other ones, like they just had like nice moments. Nice little group. Carlos was an ass, but he was supposed to. Did all of them escape with them or just the four four? Just the four. Everyone else helped them escape, but they didn't escape with them. Why are you shaking your head, Kim?
1: Because making the same mistake. She who shall not be named made. But putting your
2: characters on the run?
1: No, I'm I'm not against on the run. I'm against the whole dropping, um,
0: not letting the secondaries be on the run too.
1: Yeah, yeah, not taking them too. But it's a much more complicated story to write. Yeah,
2: they need a whole school. I will just say that there's there's reason for that.
1: I know. Not if you're magically capable of moving. But anyway,
0: there's a reason for that. What? But it's in the second book and you guys haven't read it.
1: Okay. Well, we haven't read it, so there's no reason for that within the book that exists. And yep. I still say it's the mistake that she shall not be named made also. And um
0: So what do you think of secondary characters?
1: They're fine, they're good.
2: Okay. Sarah? That's
1: as much as I'm gonna say.
2: They were there.
0: Okay, What do you rate it then, Sarah? (laughs) Four. Okay. Kim? Five. I gotta actually write these down. Give me just a second. Four. (laughs) And five. And I give it an eight. All right. Now, back to things that you guys can just absolutely bash on. Plausibility. Kim, i know sarah because you're just staring at your topic? phone can we remove
1: this topic
0: no we need 10 topics then
1: make another one sarah
2: plausibility uh, plausibility mm-hmm. i feel like my feelings on plausibility have already been made clear um Perhaps not you explicitly, love it. but you thought
0: it was so good. Like it just completely, and utterly really made sense to you. That's totally what I've taken from this.
2: Implausible. She made terrible decisions. Somehow she was not caught in that parlor, which I didn't even understand quite what was going on. The way it was written in that parlor where her mom was arrested. Cause she was like going through multiple buildings, sneaking around. There were agents here. There were agents there all completely blind to this teenager, just wandering around. Sure. Whatever. Um, could happen, but unlikely, gets in the back of a mystery truck, is accepted into a school with no documentation, despite this mystery, not mystery, fantasy world being extremely anal about paperwork. Um,
1: But only anal about paperwork later in the book, because did they ever ask her for that book in the beginning?
2: They, they asked ask her should... if she'd been checked. And she was like, oh, okay. sure thing, buddy. And they're like, that's good enough for me on her system all the way except <laughs> later when it'll be relevant to the plot. Um... Oh yeah, the uh, the whole never worked out a day in her life, but naturally muscular and like, again, obviously werewolves should be fast. more fast. She wasn't naturally
0: muscular, just
2: fast. Well, she was fast. She had good endurance. She was strong. No! When they, like, were doing the changing and stuff, she
0: really struggled and they, like, admitted they were being nice to her and not, like, push her as hard as they normally go.
2: She was still very capable, athletically speaking, for someone who didn't do athletics. Um, yeah. And then the fantasy world just didn't really have any specific rules governing it. It just was whatever was needed at the moment for a scene to happen, and is just waved away as just like, oh, it's the 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 path always changes. It's always changing. everything is changing. We can just run from one setting to another um. I just feel like that whole world was not in any way given much depth which in terms of plausibility I don't know it just it all felt very plausibility with fantasy though that's uh hard to judge um overall yeah yeah know, know I mean. but it's a like, implausible <laughs> would be my uh my verdict I just uh okay. yeah Kim?
1: Basically what Sarah said.
0: Yeah. Shocking. Okay. I Do you want
1: me to say Do I think... over and over and over again, just like Sarah just said them? Or do you want me to just say I agree with what Sarah said? No, you're fine. You I was going to gonna start talking. Okay. Oh, it was the shocking thing that was like, I don't know, I'm feeling defensive against you today. I'm not sure what the deal is. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Is How do I want to word this? Can you think here for a second? Sorry. Is the world in the first book a little difficult to comprehend at times? Yes. However, I also recognize the book is being narrated from someone who knows nothing about the world. So, reading it, is it maybe initially a little abstract? Yes. Um, And I would say it's probably one of the weaker points in the book, is that I'm not sure that the author struck up a great balance between being aware of Manu's ability to understand things And yet also the need of the reader to have things better spelled out. You both look like you're not paying attention because you're both staring down.
1: (laughs) I'm listening to everyone say, I need to stimulate myself somehow because I'm in a very hot fucking room and I can't readjust so that I'm sitting under the air conditioning. So you're gonna have to put up with me staring at my phone. Go.
0: So, yes, I agree that the plausibility of the world is not strong. I can't judge Manu's actions. I, I keep trying, but I just, I can't. I can't say whether it's plausible or not. For myself, fully and utterly myself, like, not throwing people out of the bus for judging it. I just <laughs> don't I'm sorry. feel like I can yay or nay but I'm interested in it. I find it fascinating. Um, I think there are certain world structures that we are given. We know it's an alternate dimension. We know that time and space don't function the same way in that dimension as it does as we know it on Earth. The author does tell us that pretty quickly on. We're also given an understanding that Lunas isn't just a physical space it is also a sentient space and that there is some give and take on what lunez the individual does versus just being a physical space uh of course this just makes it a little bit more confusing in the first book so my rating for plausibility i would probably put this at a seven Sarah.
2: Three. Okay. Kim. Four. Four. Okay. Ending.
1: I'll start. It didn't end. I made okay. it.
2: Shocking. <laughs> I was specifically shocking, thinking shocking. of Kim when I read the ending too. I was like, I uh, like this one. No. Nope. No.
1: Nope. 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 Sarah.
2: Uh to be honest, I forgot how it ended. Um i kind of remember now that we talked about them like running away or whatever going on the lamb but yeah the whole that last bit of it just felt very rushed and um just kind of tying up the ends here so that she could start on the next novel basically so yeah it in some ways it felt too easy um but also nothing was resolved. So we might see more complications later on. Um, But yeah, I was just at that point, I was just like, okay, cool. Glad to be done. Ready to move on to something else, you know? Um, That was, but not like, not like, oh, thank God it's over like that. I I didn't have that much of a (laughs) negative reaction. I was just like, kind of bored, you know, I was just was over it at that oh, point. Man. I couldn't really connect with this story very well. Which was disappointing because okay. I didn't originally think it was going to be good back when I first added it to my want to read. But, <gasps> yeah.
0: we are, Everyone has listened to the last episode at this point and very much knows that you instantly are like, if it has these things, I'm not going to like it. And it had those things and you are not going to like it. So none of them are going to believe that you at any point had any remote interest in this. I am audio proof that you pretty much declare going into this that you were not gonna like it so
2: yeah but i had it added to my want to read list like a long time back um no one's
0: gonna believe that no one believes that they have the audio proof that you were already saying if they go
2: on my goodreads they would see it added so it's like you know whatever but um probably added it that was a long time ago yeah who knows it was a long time ago i was probably less annoyed by these Tropes and things back then. Who? Yep. Who can say?
0: Okay, my thoughts. My thoughts. Um, when I read. It what the are first your time thoughts? This- I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, <we laughs> love you, you, you. would know, know them by now if you hadn't interrupted me. To well, that's me that's a long pause are. there. <laughs> so. When I read it initially, I read it and instantly ran back to the library and picked up the next book. Um, I wanted to know where the story was going. I was highly fascinated. I am still, like, the third book hasn't come out yet and I'm craving it constantly. It comes up in my brain often. Now, does this have Kim's traditional structuring of an ending? No, it is the ending, the kind of ending Kim doesn't like um it's a cliffhanger not an ending but at the same time i will say does it answer the initial problem question that manu faced manu faced yes who is her father why did he abandon them we got the and answer to that
1: i'll figure that out the minute that character stepped on the book the page but whatever
2: <laughs> right it was like that the big reveal is like oh wow I'm oh, so shocked.
1: Surprised.
2: Actually, I was just sitting there going, okay, when is he going to... Or, like, when is he when or when gonna, is she yeah. going to say, like, oh, you're my dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, oh. Amber.
2: That's... Well, I what, Like, I would say the question posed by the, the start of the book, not so much as who is her dad, although she is, I guess, wanting to find him, but she thinks he's dead, yeah. so it's weird. It's more of, like... <laughs> her connection to being him. undocumented and like fixing that was more of the pressing issue presented by the start of the book than her dad's identity as so
0: belonging which she does have she has her pack she knows why she's different she knows who her father is she has found her pack
2: she, she is still not safe she has not no, found safety but... she has just found some peeps to hang out with
0: yeah which is where i say yes it's more of a cliffhanger than a solution but it's a trilogy Mm -hmm. and i I think at this point it was very much designed to be a trilogy and mapped out to be a trilogy which yes again Mm -hmm. i said it does fail like kim's requirements for an ending
2: (laughs) kim nodding enthusiastically
0: (laughs) i don't hate it though it made me instantly want to read the next one so oh my cat is so mad at me for locking her in the bathroom
1: I would be mad if you locked me in the bathroom too.
0: I'm gonna lock you in the bathroom. Um,
1: <laughs> it.
0: Kim, what do you rate the ending? Oh, uh, sh- yeah, what you've I been mean. too busy stimulating yourself. Guys, <laughs> yeah, no. uh, I was like, oh, that sounds way worse than I meant it to. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Four. <laughs> Did you catch up I'm also giving it a four. A four? Okay. I gave it a seven. Mechanics.
1: She's a good writer. Okay, thank you.
2: I was um, wondering who was going to break first.
1: However, I would have appreciated an initial an initial reference to the love of Harry Potter and then drop that.
2: Yes, card. the multiple references were
1: like I don't one. Up. That character's is Umbridge. That character I don't need you to tell me who the characters are. If I'm reading this book, I can guarantee you I have read Harry Potter. I know the references you're making. I don't need you to spell it out for me. So that would be the big flaw, I would say, in this writer's writing. She was trying very hard. And I did read the the, the thing at the end of the book where she's talking about the importance of Harry Potter in her life. I get it. And I understand the importance of Harry Potter in a lot of people's lives. However... Treat your reader with some intelligence um, and don't tell them flat out what your references are.
0: I would not protest to a reprint with most of that removed because I think was, all of those lines easily could have been removed and it adds and doesn't take anything oh. away.
2: I I, I feel like it just draws more comparison to Harry Potter and it yeah. takes you yeah. out of this story and yeah. also you're going to then try to find more comparisons and Again, because she didn't build this whole complicated school and fantasy world, this one is going to pale in comparison, unfortunately, to Mm -hmm. what she's kind of trying to reference. So I don't think it benefits her to to do that.
0: No, what I was saying is is taking them out wouldn't, like... No, yeah,
2: no, I got what you meant.
0: Yeah, okay. I I think it would benefit from just striking it. Yeah, I think the longevity of the story in the future would benefit better for a reprint without those references, yep. uh, particularly as she who does not should not be named continues to just drag, double the, down. She j- I
1: mean, what is she on eighteen billionth time doubling down now? Is she just? Oh yeah.
0: man, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I, I wouldn't protest to a reprint with that information removed. I can understand the value. I also can understand a teen who would be in a really weird situation and be like oh I'm just like my favorite character like that I get but like it doesn't need to be that anymore it, it it doesn't need to keep that um but yeah I think she's a really good writer uh apparently she has another set of books out and I haven't read them and I'm kind of curious if I would like them um but she's definitely an author that I would like keep reading in the future for myself so I think the mechanics are solid. There's there's clear sor- story structuring. There's clearly the hero's journey being progressed. I think she just is doing her hero's journey through the three books. As opposed to in one book. Um, which makes it a little kind of weird and awkward. And When you only got part of the hero's journey. It's hard to map as easily. So. I give the mechanics a solid 8.
1: Him. Knew you were gonna do that. Um
0: four and a half. Four and a half? Okay.
2: Sarah. Three and a half. God, you guys are killing me with this one, man. I didn't like the mechanics. I didn't even talk about it, but I mean I feel like I <laughs> Oh hit on I thought well. you did! I mean, I mentioned the references, but um, honestly, everything I've said already is kind of, in a way, referencing that.
0: Predictability. For those who can't see it, Sarah just gave the screen a look like this thing was motherfucking predictable. Please don't make me have to outline how predictable it is. Yeah,
1: I am in agreement with Sarah on that one.
2: I mean, I will say I didn't actually expect I should have because of the Harry Potter references, but I was not expecting the truck ride to end at a magical school in the Everglades, but not really the Everglades. Again, I'm really mad that the Everglades were like there, but then she didn't actually use them in like just there was mm-hmm. a building with a Which tree. Which is crazy
1: because she's actually from Miami. You think she I know, could right? have I... evayed,
2: um, Until Amberly mentioned that, I didn't even know that. And I really thought she was like, why would you set this in Miami if, or like in the Everglades? Like, have you never been there or something? But um, not that that has anything to do with whatever section we're talking about. Predictability. Um, predictability. It made it unpredictable. Yeah. So, I mean, that element was a little unexpected, <laughs> but then.
1: That's not a good unpredictability.
2: <laughs> like everything else was just like, okay, this kind of played out. I guess you could argue could argue that like oh it didn't follow the typical school magic school plot whatever but like i don't okay, know so you
0: totally knew catalina and saiza or saiza were having a relationship the entire time
2: that didn't surprise you it didn't surprise me um i mean maybe like when they were first introduced i well actually no they're in the same room together i well the very first time i thought they might be siblings then you know it quickly became clear that they weren't and then Yeah, I wasn't surprised. Um, But also,
0: I mean, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but I was pleasantly and like, I was like, oh, I wasn't sure we were going to go there. And we are going there. Yes.
2: The thing is, um, which Amberly, you know, I mentioned in my Goodreads review because you commented on it around the time that they started playing the soccer is when the time is like. mentioning the soccer with the elements and stuff that's when I started getting the Zodiac Academy vibes from this book and so that book is also really bad at the whole you know magic school writing it out plotting all that stuff so this book and that book they started to seem really similar to me so I was not surprised by anything (laughs) I am so offended I don't
0: hate the Zodiac Academy books. But I am so I am so offended at the comparison between the two. I can't help but put com- lines. My because brain one, one is a like ten book series where they spend seven of the books in the first fucking year also of getting kidnapped. college. And getting kidnapped and is a bully romance and this is a young adult fantasy book
2: yeah i mean there's no bully romance unfortunately that might have added a little bit of interestingness to this but like just the the whole school the way it was just
0: i just like, yeah i just
2: i just can't i can't i just like elemental football and some really weird classes that are never really I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't with you, Sarah. I
0: just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I thought of me. I said something like, "You've got to be kidding me, man," or something like like.
2: <sighs> it, it wasn't on purpose, but once I... I saw it, I couldn't stop seeing it. <laughs> anyway, in that regard. That's why it was predictable to me. <laughs> and the whole dad I... thing, I feel like that was supposed to be more, oh, but she wrote that very obviously. Yeah, I mean, young adult, There's,
0: a, I think we've said this before, with young adult, there's, I think the genre sometimes suffers from, oh, because these are young readers, I can get away with certain things Feeling more unpredictable but with yes kim
1: so i just want to say when it comes to young adult and the way it is written these days i wish that they would they being the writers would make the stories more complex because part of what reading does is is stimulate your brain and help it grow and when you're constantly reading books that aren't complicated plots um that that stimulation isn't going to be there to the extent that complicated plots are going to be there i wish that they would so when we'll go back to harry potter when i read harry potter to a three-year-old there were things that were really amazing to him like it ends w- the 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 first chapter is the end or some such thing i can't remember now yeah. but but those things it it was a complicated storyline in the beginning um and i wish the current writers of young adult stories would make things complicated for their readers
2: I'm, i know the
0: librarian's about ready to come out.
2: Mean, unless like editors are the ones no, that are no kind get down that's what i was gonna say
0: is i i don't want to say that it's on the writers i want to say it's on editors wanting to well, feel we don't, know. we don't know but they we have neither, things they say this this is popular so we want something yes. like this so writers are trying to meet what will get
1: editors to get them and that component always existed in publishing, and you can uh, we can go back to other writers that came prior to Harry Potter. Because I would say this a lot of I mean, because we can go into who published them. prior to Harry, po- Harry Potter. Like there Harry was, like, Potter the was published stories. by
0: Scholastic. Scholastic isn't one of the big five. Scholastic took a risk on Harry Potter. What the first I, one I'm of Harry Potter
1: prior to Harry Potter. And the fact that young adult books were more complicated. Um, it's until we got into mass pu- mass publishing for children and young adults that we started getting into um I am dying. It is fucking like 90 degrees in here. I am
0: fucking dying. Mm-hmm. Um, um I, don't, so I can see myself. I'm I,
1: all red. I gotta move.
0: So I'm gonna defend that. Before the 90s, there wasn't a young adult audience. There is no before young adult, before Harry Potter. Harry Potter is the establishment of a young adult publishing. Maybe a little bit before that, but I've, I've gone through it. I've right. done the research. It was part of my master's program. Young okay. adult as an audience Anne did not exist. And McCaffrey can be
1: construed, depending on the book you're looking at, as a young adult writer. But she,
0: but that was classified after the fact. That's not she wasn't published. And but it's still, okay. Anyway,
1: I'm just saying. I wish they would. That's that's all I'm saying because they're. I'm it's, just trying to, they, to whether, it's, whether it's they, the authors, or they, the editors, they need to start treating their readers with respect and actually allow complex stories to exist, so mm-hmm. that. cuz one of the reasons why these books are so predictable to the three of us is cuz we're all prolific readers. We're prolific readers when we were younger, prolific readers now and it's they're not predictable for us because we've learned how stories are structured. And if we don't if if we make everything very basic then then it, that that learning process doesn't exist anyway that's just me being on my soapbox
0: yep Yep, no no it's fine there have been many soapboxes um in terms for me i thought it was actually presently unpredictable i would not have said by the end of this book that they would be on the run so that i thought was a pleasant surprise okay so sorry I'm trying to get us through we've got about three more topics we've already been at this in over an hour so I give predictable I'm gonna give it a uh, an eight
2: Sarah
0: three Sarah should I just put three for the rest of the the topics
2: hmm I don't remember the other one's style. Emotional
0: readability style.
2: Oh, I thought it was pretty readable. Easy to read.
0: Okay, so it's not necessarily going to be a three the rest of the way through. Kim, what's your predictability score? Five. Five, okay.
2: Your hair is so long. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it's
1: It's getting getting
2: there.
0: Emotional reaction. Sarah found it boring. Is there more that you want to add to that, Sarah, or?
2: No, yeah, I really didn't have an emotional reaction. So, yeah.
0: Kim, other than, like- you know, you're just emotionally dying right now. Oh, God, I'm dying. I don't think she's emotionally um,
2: dying. She's physically dying from heat. I'm
0: emotionally dying, too.
1: Um. um I liked the representation in the book that, that made me emotionally happy. Um, I I think it could have been more overt in the binary aspects of it other than she couldn't be this because she's supposed to be that. Um, I think, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to dive into it again. So, um, I, I had pleasant emotional reactions, not like strong emotional reactions.
0: I had strong emotional reactions that when I first suggested books around the world, I instantly knew I wanted Argentina
2: and I wanted this book. Yeah, you did You did select this one like as soon as South America even started getting discussed. Before.
0: Before. As soon as I was like, oh, we should do this. I was like, oh my god, I want these guys to read this book. I want them to love it and want to read the second book. I... I loved it. I adored it. I loved re-listening to it. Um, I bought myself a copy of it. I am craving the third book. Um, I loved how different that it is from, in terms of this main character is different from anything that I would know as who I am and what is the standard main character, while still keeping some of the, as Sarah would put it, the Mary Soonest um wait. Oh yeah, it's I, I... That's a
1: uh, this is a Phoebe read.
0: Yeah, I, I just... introduced her to that series. She absolutely loves oh, okay. it. Oh. Ah, yeah, no. <laughs> she's just
1: she's going through like, Phoebe's
2: stash of books.
1: Yeah, she's yeah, got a stack of books sitting where I'm sitting now Wait, what was that one?
2: Yes. Icebreaker. Icebreaker. <laughs> I yeah.
1: It's a hockey. Is romance that, hockey?
2: Is this the yes, one Yes, the hockey the, player the on it.
1: Turmoil on uh, TikTok. Yes. Is, yes. Oh, maybe I'll read oh. it while I'm here. <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny. I I I adore uh, Phoebe. Wait, who is it by? This one Hannah is Grace. by Hannah Grace. Um, but uh, it's so funny if you're in here. All of the books have the um. this end out this end out rather than this end because she can't stand the color (laughs) she needs the she needs things to be white um yeah or beige and so yeah she's got a beautiful bookshelf over there that's shaped like a tree and all the books are on it but she flipped them all so so that the pages are out so it's all all the same color it's kind of funny whereas me I'd (laughs) have all my green
0: books up at the top brown books down at the bottom anyway yeah Oh, see, I would be alternating depending on whether I like the sprayed edges or the spine better. Um, Pure chaos. Anyway, I I, uh, I
1: just offset the entire conversation. I apologize.
0: You did, because I was talking about how much I loved this book and my emotional reaction and how much I wanted you guys to love this book and you didn't love it, but I still love it. And uh, (laughs) it is a go-to recommendation for me, whether it be an adult or a young teen. When they tell me that they like things like Harry Potter or they're looking for a diverse book and they want something fun, it's it's one of my go-tos for recommendations. In fact, I regularly, I'll have kids, they're like, I want something like Harry Potter. And I'm like, this is it. This this is what you want. This is what Harry Potter wishes it was. This is what you want. So, yeah. I love this book. It It's a full-blown 10 for me emotionally.
1: Okay, we got her emotional. Did we do ours?
0: Nope, also, Kim, your cat is weird. Which one? Leave in. What's she doing? He's She is sitting on my knee like she is a human.
2: My emotional <gasps> reaction was four. Thank you. Sarah. My
1: emotional reaction was eight.
2: Okay. Readability.
0: Eight.
2: Easy to read i give it a 10.
1: What's your number, Sarah?
2: I'm thinking. Uh, easy yes. to read, but enjoyable to read? Hmm. Oh, my chart. Um, no. I
0: think it'll fall out of four because you wouldn't read
2: it again. Oh, that is true. That is... <laughs> But it's like it was an easy read, is the thing. So it's like making it a four makes it seem like it was difficult. And so I'm going to give it a six because it was 5.5, eh, 5, almost cohesive. Style.
1: Are we not done yet? This,
2: this is, is the, the last, last
1: one. one. What falls under style? Setting. The
0: author's style
1: style she had a good style it, it was distinctive it, it, it particularly since i listened to it um the the narrator had a strong i'm assuming argentinian um voice uh so yeah that's my yeah. take on the
0: style yeah. i agree i thought it was a strong style i i do i do agree that it relies a little bit heavily on reminding us of harry potter i think that would mm. be the only thing style wise that i would say hey let's take it back but otherwise the author has a voice enough that i'd be like i want to read something else by her i want more of this perspective more of playing around with an underrepresented group more latinx community representation um almost almost on par with aiden thomas i like aiden thomas maybe a little bit more but I think it's a slightly like different Thomas part. Much more. Yeah, but I think it's slightly different versions of the Latin community. Um,
2: but yeah. Sarah? I would not be able to pick out this author's writing in a lineup. Um, I didn't really get a sense of unique style. And if we're including, like, I'm leaving through a completely different book as I talk about this. I don't know why. I know, um, I can
0: tell. You, like, halfway through this, you were done.
2: I just I didn't have much of an impression after finishing this book, but back to style. Uh I think I was gonna say if we also include like descriptions of backgrounds and setting and stuff like that, I didn't I don't think that was done particularly well. So underwhelmed.
0: Okay. What's your rating then?
2: My rating? Yeah.
0: Three. Shocking. <laughs>
1: kim um seven
0: i give it an eight that's right okay let me see here sarah gave this a whole whopping 37 points <laughs> not your lowest rated it is but um par no not the lowest lucha still is the okay. lowest rated uh, but on par with foxglove king in fact both of them are 37
2: so foxglove king oh that's right
0: that was my birthday pick
2: dead magic yeah. um, mortem
0: Kim gave it a 58.5 so this hits Ooh. about lower middle for you a little above the daughter of Dr. Moreau and I gave it an 84 so it is my third favorite book we have the Marrow Thieves, the Sunbearer Trials, and then *Lopezonia*, which I don't think surprises anyone nope <laughs> so it gets a total of 179 points which makes it the 6th Seventh highest rated book in our rankings. So it is not as good as Fourth Wing as a total but it is better than The Daughter of Dr. Moreau. Oh,
1: man. Amber's <laughs> <laughs> <his> heart's breaking. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yeah, no, totally. I'm just like, uh, fine, I'm gonna go play Baldur's Gate and go enjoy sassy characters and stop thinking and go take care of animals to include go do all the things so any other final thoughts no Nope all right our intro and outro music is by grant newman who is called the battle of the nile from epidemic sound don't forget to like rate and subscribe to book pile banter on spotify amazon music itunes or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts we'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as instagram or tiktok you can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter you can support us on bookshop.org Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't, Drogo. Don't.